Hello, yes, people. Welcome, welcome back. You're tuned into an episode of this unique and wondrous podcast, which will keep you coming back for more, no doubt, and seeing the world around you a little clearer and a little differently. And you're hosted by me, Claire. And me, Akumu. And together, we are the, the Yes, yes Girls. Girls. So we are two Nairobi-based journalists who are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And then we document our journeys after that, or through that. So this podcast is a strange and very interesting uh, result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. We really don't like the soft life, do we, Akomo? Why do you say that? We're still we're sitting here in comfortable chairs surrounded by expensive equipment that we really don't want to mess up with. Recording the podcast that we are passionate about, sipping hot coffee. Where's my coffee? Sipping hot coffee, coffee. <laughs> with awesome people. How's that not a soft life? Oh, that's a sweet sentiment. But no, no, this is not the soft life. We have taken on a huge challenge that only the savviest, cleverest, cutting-edgest and ruthlessest people do and should. Really? Yes. I didn't realize we were being quite that ambitious for oh, the yes, yes girls. We are. And the worst thing is that we do it to ourselves. No one forces us. No one's even paying us. Wait, what? We're ah. not being paid? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Stay put, you. We committed to it and now there's no backing out. It's too late because we said yes to... <gasps> learning cryptocurrency that's so cryptic what's cryptic currency cryptocurrency <laughs> scratching my head yeah we asked ourselves that a lot during this challenge but we persevered and let's see where it got us learning challenges are the more technical theoretical challenges they take a bit of patience and skill and we usually can do them from the comfort of our homes but they are usually anything but comfortable. And you, Okumu, usually do way better than me at these ones. I think I'm either stupid or impatient. No comment. <laughs> By the way, this one might be the exception. <laughs> but let's find out more about what this crypto malarkey is. I like that word. Malarkey. For season four of the Yes Girls, we are really zoning in on some essential 21st century, highly desirable, sometimes highly marketable, and definitely highly useful skills that are deliberately chosen to inspire, educate, and entertain the 21st century success story. We have an expert in this episode, and this season, we also turn to the future. That's right. We turn to the Yes Girls and Boys. And everything in between. Of the next generation, the kids. And we do this because we want to see what they have to say about the topics we have selected for this season. And you'd be amazed at the things kids pick up on. But also, you know, kids are usually, you know, displaying a lot of uh, optimism and curiosity that makes, you know, that makes them very different from us. Mature, in quotes, mature people, because we've lost, you know, all that goodness somewhere along the way in the quagmire of taxes, responsibilities and trying to keep up with TikTok or Reels. So we chose to learn about cryptocurrency because it is one of the biggest things happening to our economy right now, linked to the digital revolution. And there are thousands, if not millions of people out there who are becoming, well, wealthy or more learned or richer or even millionaires off of cryptocurrency. And some losing millions because of it, whole careers and companies. In fact, an entire 
parallel economy is involved in this world. And it's a world we, we know next to nothing about. Or we knew next to nothing uh, about. Yeah, past tense. But it could also, <laughs> it could be, also be true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we have an expert to guide us. So Eric Asuba is the founder of Kenya, Kenya Wall Street and, and its parent company, Hisa Technologies, which is involved in financial media, financial trading, and public relations. He's the go-to person for any questions about the Nairobi top Stock Exchange, online trading, and financial trends. He is the expert for this okay. episode. So, Eric, how would you describe your place in this sector that we've just touched on? Interesting. So, uh, first, I think it's a pleasure to be on the Yes Girls podcast. Uh, when, when I think when we had a chat about this, I said, why not? I said yes, of course, right? Because you're a yes guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Uh, I want to help as many people to learn about the space, uh, to, of course, uh, find a way to build wealth from the space. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, if they run businesses, find a way they could incorporate uh, this new technology into improving processes in their businesses. Okay. And so can you tell us um, or remind us and tell the listeners what we agreed to challenge ourselves to in this episode? After we, we had our first session with you, you kind of briefed us, you gave us a few tips some guidelines really brought us from ignorance into some sort of area of minimal knowledge mm -hmm. <laughs> compared to where we were before. It was mm -hmm. a pretty big improvement. And then what did uh, yeah, what did our challenge involve? The challenge you you set us or that we agreed on. Interesting. So the challenge was how do we learn about crypto mm -hmm. practically? Mm -hmm. So basically the way we remember from when we began talking is that we separated this challenge into two formats. Mm -hmm. One week which is theoretical, mm -hmm. and then the second week was practical. So, of course, the first week was around what's crypto, how does the space work, uh, uh, like what are the key elements involved, and then our second bit, the second week was to go into practical around like how can a layman or the man on the street say the lady in the street, for example, yeah. in this case. <laughs> uh, to learn about, I mean, to practically learn about the space. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to understand it, say, from an end-to-end -end perspective, mm -hmm. but just to get a gist around how do this crypto work. So uh, I remember correctly, the first week, what we did is that we, we, were, we were sharing a lot of materials around the space. Uh, most, I mean, the most recent developments around, uh, I think, under the time, I remember clearly, uh, the industry was more of in a meltdown, uh, yes. right? Yeah, <laughs> a it lot was of, just uh, when things were starting yeah, to go really to go down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, so which I, th I think I remember I mentioned to you, it's uh, <laughs> like you have to, it, you have to be, uh, I mean, the news, the news don't have to, I mean, get you worried. You, you just have to learn a lot and hopefully with time, uh, once you get in directly, I think uh, that, that's now when you learn about this person. And uh, I know, fast forward to the second week was, what do we use? I mean, how, like, how does one get practically? So which, which took us to a process of, we looked for platforms that uh, we thought uh, are easier to say, uh, anyone to open an account mm -hmm. and put in a slit, let's say, uh, ten dollars, right? Yeah. Ten to fifteen. Our limit was fifteen hundred yeah, shillings. Yeah, yeah, which is about fifteen dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so which I think uh, I shared a couple of platforms. So that's local bitcoins, uh, Binance, and Paxful. And uh, I, I remember correctly what, what I said is that uh, given how fast the industry is growing, uh, it's very it's skeptical to a lot of scammers and con men, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I remember there's a there's a time we went through one of the platforms, one of the three platforms that I mentioned. And uh, I mentioned that be careful around, I mean, someone posing in that particular platform. I have this immediately. There's some red flags that we need to look at around before you mm. put in your money. Uh, maybe a good example I would give, uh, what we said is that, like, let's find the easiest way for anyone to invest in crypto. We took the three platforms. Uh, all of us downloaded the app. I mean, one of the three apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we said which one is the easiest. So the the uh, I did Binance. I think there's. I think it's a, you did Paxful. I did local bitcoins. You did local bitcoins. Mm. I did Coinbase because Binance. Took oh, you too did long. Coinbase. Yeah. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. She she disobeyed the rules. Okay. Bear that in mind when you're rating. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Uh, you know. <laughs> Quite interesting because Coinbase is a U.S. company, but they they actually enable people to buy crypto from this market. Mm. Um, and maybe and it was very easy to log it, it. It's actually very easy. Very. Now the challenge is uh, maybe I think something that we should mention to our audience is that it's good to understand the state of crypto. This is more of like a high level side locally. Uh, people people companies that who who operate in this space. It's more of we are like in a gray area. Uh, meaning uh, there's a regulatory challenge. Mm. However, the rate of adoption in Kenya, it's like one of the highest in the world. Like I think the report came out recently saying 8% of the Kenyan population have access to crypto. Eight? Yeah, that's uh, Eight is a lot. That's a yeah. lot. But Nigeria yeah. is still bigger, no? No. Really? Them. So that was a report by Anktad that about oh, 4.25 wow. million Kenyans have access to crypto. Wow. And the main reason is that uh, a few years back, uh, a few companies tried getting directly into the space. So it's, it's a simple, so there are two ways you can get into crypto. Uh, so to put it in a layman's, either indirectly or directly. Mm-hmm. So directly meaning, uh, so the way people in the crypto describe this is either in a centralized or decentralized way. So for example, if I needed to buy, say, Bitcoin, for example, which is the most common crypto, uh, initially or earlier on in this particular market, I needed to, say, load money into a wallet. Uh, that can be your M-Pesa or bank account. Then you push it towards the exchange that's selling the crypto. Mm-hmm. You send them the money. They load your wallet with uh, that particular amount of crypto that you wanted to invest in. Mm-hmm. However, our central bank came and said, uh, we are not, like, it's n- Crypto is illegal in this market. So a lot of companies were actually shut down. Mm. So, and now given mm. that, like, of course, what's happening in the media, a lot of news around crypto, a lot of Kenyans or Africans became curious around, like, what's this cryptocurrency? So then now people went through, uh, went, now the easiest way that people now, or these companies figured out a way to be able to sell this crypto uh, via something called P2P. So person-to-person transfer. So in this case, uh, I, I, so platforms like Binance, Paxful, local Bitcoins, what they do is that they give you a platform, 
uh, they connect say by uh, someone who has bitcoin in this case let's use bitcoin because that's that's what we used i think in our mm. in our challenge uh i'm assuming i'm eric i want crypto worth 1500 shillings so this platform connects me to clearite i send you the 1500 then the crypto in my the crypto in your wallet is is put more of in a in a an escrow account mm-hmm. mm. so i confirm that i've received the cash the platform automatically releases mm-hmm. the crypto to my wallet and that's like that's how most people have been having access to uh crypto in this particular market mm-hmm. so before we get too far down this i think it's great we've we've laid the foundation what the challenge was uh we've even given a little bit of insight about what bitcoin is what cryptocurrency is we might use those terms interchangeably for the purposes of this episode but crypto is bigger than just bitcoin mm. um and so now the two week countdown is on um and if we start with the weakest link in these learning challenges i.e. me i guess i should go first right no 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 the yes kids should go first oh, not yes. saying that they are the weakest link just the youngest <laughs> let's see what joy our crypto yes kid has to say about this whole big question mark of a challenge today i'm going to talk about cryptocurrency i'm going to start with crypto crypto is a protection of money and currency is money that can go high or low it can it can make someone really rich and that is a nice idea uh i couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> Probably even, actually you probably even with even my cluelessness well. even probably, with my cluelessness I think Joy beats you on crypto knowledge yep, from, she did, from she like does. the start of the challenge she she <laughs> she simplified it perfectly now Claire is crypto your kryptonite tell us <laughs> so psyched by this challenge. I had coincidentally been seeing and hearing a bit about it at this time or just before this challenge started on podcasts and in newspapers. So I was really keen to dive deeper. And after our initial call with Eric, I went and spent quite a few hours googling and going down the rabbit hole online and found some crazy facts about cryptocurrency, like how some countries like El Salvador have made it legal tender. and like just gave all of their inhabitants like a certain number like a float of crypto mm-hmm. and how some guy became an overnight multimillionaire because an old website he built which turned out to be an NFT gold mine oh my god yeah i even had to learn what an NFT was anyway i was so intrigued however when i put my knowledge to the test by trying to diverginize another crypto virgin aka my partner saxo i realized that maybe i hadn't made as much progress as i thought <laughs> <laughs> you you thought you understood it but you couldn't explain it. So it's day 1 of learning cryptocurrency. Now Saxo in the car did I do a good job of explaining to you what my understanding of cryptocurrency is? No. No. I did such a great job. I didn't understand. <laughs> That's because you were not listening. No, no. I I personally treated the stock exchange and I didn't understand there. But this is why crypto is so different to trading on the stock exchange. It's a different currency, a different concept of currency. That's the whole point. But that's what no I need to understand. So, it's like it's not money based on business. It's based on is based on IT basically. Imagine like it's money that is generated by 
computer processes, not by central banks and printed money and trading goods and services. Mm-hmm. But you can buy goods and services with it. Okay, I'm also not really understanding it, am I? <laughs> I think we need to do some more research. Yes, please. <laughs> and then we buy some. Yes. But maybe not a lot, because we clearly don't understand it. But there's a, an article by Central Bank that told Kenyans not to buy. Central Bank told Kenyans not to buy crypto? Yeah. Why? Because they think it's a threat. It was not stable. But in a way, it's supposed to be more stable than any national currency regulated by a central bank. Exactly. Now that's what we need to understand. Yeah. And it's really plummeting right now, so I've heard. Let's go do some more research. So, after that, I went back to the drawing board and decided to get practical by setting myself up on a crypto trading website. So first I tried Binance, which is the one that Eric first recommended, or the, the first of the three that Eric recommended. And they happen to have billboards erected around Nairobi just in time for this challenge. I don't know if you guys noticed. Well, they knew. Yeah. Um, and they spoke of how easy yeah, it was I to set them. up an account. They lied. It's not easy. <laughs> I tried for five days and they would not accept my passport scan no matter how many times I took the photo at home at the office. So I switched to local Bitcoins and that only took two days to set up an account. Only. That's, you know. It's half by half. So I honestly thought it would be much easier, like just a name and a password. But I guess it's a whole online currency and trading world and there have to be some security precautions, right? Mm -hmm. So a mobile phone verification step, a passport scan and a live photo taken from your webcam to check that you're that person. Mm -hmm. And I was good to go. To start with, I bought only 500 shillings. If you remember, we set a limit of 1500 shillings. I put... 500 shillings. I bought 500 shillings of Bitcoin to start with off a verified trader, meaning that they had completed a lot of trades already and had no worrying complaints. That was another piece of advice from Eric, which was very, very important. And um, I thought 500 shillings was playing it safe, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. Especially as at the time, the Bitcoin world seemed to be on a bit of a nosedive. As Eric mentioned already, it was really, um, what do you call it? falling like the value was going down so I monitored it every day to see if the value was going up or at least stabilizing and actually if you just google like bitcoin value it will tell you how much at that precise moment one bitcoin is worth in your currency it's really interesting to check that every day and see how much it went up or down just fractionally up or down Mm -hmm. um but it was just continuing to dip throughout this whole challenge so I decided to stay close to my money And in typical sensible Claire financial management fashion, as we learned from our money management episode, (laughs) I held on to the other thousand shillings (laughs) because I figured the Kenyan shilling was actually more stable than the Bitcoin at that point. Eric's nodding, so I think that's a good sign. But (laughs) it was playing it too safe, maybe. But anyway, it turns out that now, at the time of recording, which is a couple of months later, my 500 shillings worth of Bitcoin is now worth, drumroll please, Drum rolls. That was a terrible drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) My 500 shillings worth of Bitcoin is now worth 496 shillings. Okay. (laughs) And my other thousand Ah, shillings. It's gone back. My other thousand shillings are still worth 
a thousand shillings. So I think I officially broke even. Okay, I lost four shillings and five <laughs> days of my life on trying to register for Binance. <laughs> but, you know, what can you do with four shillings, really? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, to me, it wasn't about the value of my money at the end of this. It was being a being part of that process of knowing, okay, there's millions of people out there mm-hmm. who are doing exactly the same thing, probably at exactly the same time, monitoring the value, seeing, can they get rich? And I think the secret is that, I mean, my my brother works in financial trading, right? And he always told me like, if 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 it was that easy, everyone would be a millionaire or a gazillionaire. Yeah, and they're very few. So I, we just got a small taster. I learned that it's it is very difficult to 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 understand it, but it's relatively easy. And I mean, I only I only traded five hundred shillings. That's five US dollars, three British pounds. And at least I feel like I'm part of this much bigger economy. This thing that is way bigger than me and will continue to grow. Whatever the value of Bitcoin, that economy, that parallel economy is still growing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So that was my two weeks. And yeah, uh, got 500 shillings worth of Bitcoin or 0.03 something. Interesting. (laughs) Compare that maybe a quick one, Claire. Compare that to... uh, inflation rate over that particular period. Mm. If you had to compare that vis-a-vis inflation rate, the value of, I mean, the dollar vis-a-vis the Kenya shilling, probably the value of your Bitcoin could be much higher despite... If you kept it. Mm. Yes. (laughs) So you're saying maybe my shillings actually lost more than my Bitcoins did. Of course. Uh, She's saying you should have put the thousand in either way because having a Bitcoin is better value right now. maybe this is part of the illusion of Mm -hmm. money that we think, okay, my thousand shillings is still worth a thousand shillings, whereas actually on the global trading floor, it's it's probably worth less. But I think I've got a thousand shillings, that that piece of paper, and it's still worth that. But actually it's not worth Bitcoin in a way is more transparent Mm. and more international. Um, so yeah, that's a that is a very good point. Um, interesting so maybe point. I'll maybe I'll throw another thousand shillings. But I think it would it would also be different if imagine if that five hundred that five hundred was now five hundred thousand Kenyan shillings. <laughs> you would have lost a lot, right? Hmm? You would have lost quite a lot. How From what 500 the, to 500,000. No, because you lost four, four shillings for 500, right? Yes. So if it was bigger money, you would have lost uh, a yeah. lot Yeah, if I'd more. invested a million shillings, yes. then now I'd... But, but then... It'd be a bigger loss or uh, But as Eric is saying, mm-hmm. the shilling itself probably depreciated even more than the Bitcoin in that time. Mm-hmm. But we weren't checking that. So it's safer to keep your money in Bitcoin. No, uh, not yeah, really. I do. Right now. Disclaimer. Right now. What right, now. <laughs> so right now. A disclaimer. Uh, this is not <laughs> investment or financial advice. But Please do thought. not take our Look, word for it. Yeah. So I, I think one of the best advice that I was given mm-hmm. early on is that uh, it's, good to, it's, it's good to diversify. But I think don't put money that you'll need tomorrow in some of these in the financial markets. Mm. So s- things like don't put your school fee in stocks or Bitcoin or whatever. Uh, don't put money that like you need for your daily expenses there, right? Uh, so th- that's the best. Ap- so my, my, my approach to basically not just crypto, but entire investing is that start with as little as you can. Right, mm-hmm. then be a bit mm-hmm. consistent. So in a way, put five dollars into Bitcoin, put maybe another three dollars into look for another protocol, say Ethereum or whatever mm-hmm. uh, that you think probably 
uh, you think they'll, they'll be doing well in a couple of years, put some money in stocks, put some money in bonds, put some money in mutual funds. Mm. Mm. So in a way, if, if the price of Bitcoin, for example, if your net worth um, in percentage-wise, so if, say, 10% of your net worth is in Bitcoin, if it was to go down 50% because it's very possible, mm. it's very possible. at least you've retained some cash yeah. in the mutual funds. Mm. Uh, so you held some, some cash in Kenya shilling, some cash in US dollars. So if the value of the Kenya shilling, for example, at the moment, it's the, the, the shilling has been depreciating, at least maybe uh, the, your, your, your US dollar could be, I mean, your dollar could be at least retaining that mm-hmm. value. So I think that's the best approach. So start with as minimal as possible. Mm-hmm. At least know that a money that gives you sleep, not that you put your entire school fee, then you lose sleep over mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, that's a very good point. And, 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 and it, it's a long-term investment, but you you don't just let your money sleep there, right? Yeah. You should be reading up, seeing yeah. what's happening. Things can change from one day to the next. Yeah, right? because, of course, in the world of financial markets, the biggest driver is information, mm-hmm. right? And the only way you can't say be, you read about this financial information, but then you don't execute, right? But you so, have to predict, and that's yeah, the hardest part. Yeah. You have to predict what's going to happen when Elon Musk says, tweets one mm-hmm. crazy tweet. And you know, <laughs> today, you know, the Bitcoin is going down because of what, that one tweet. Like, that's what I find super crazy about this. But it's always a yes. risk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the good thing about, say, crypto is that it's, you know, with financial markets like the stock market, mm. it's there's a specific time that the stock market opens and it's closed then, of course, the stock market is not opened over the weekend. Mm. So the good thing about some of these new technologies, like crypto and like crypto, it's 24 hours. It's it a good, good thing. The good or the bad Because thing. now we it's 24-hour anxiety. Now the thing is, uh, imagine of... Uh, now the, the beauty about this, in my opinion, is that it's the barriers to entry to traditional financial markets are limiting. So imagine of mm. a young campus students... He learns about this thing, but initially it was extremely difficult to get into financial markets. That's true. But the world of crypto, as you said, in as much as it took two days to verify you, you're in. Ma- yeah. Mm. On the other side, financial markets, I mean, traditionally, you have to add, you have to have, say, a minimum balance of a certain amount. You must be of a certain age. Mm. You have to disclose you have to have your social income. And, all those things. and it's yeah. only trading at certain times. Yeah. And if you're in a different time zone, you wake up in the middle of the night to yeah. trade. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very, it's very, that doesn't happen. It's with, very limiting. With yeah. And like, say, the crypto world is that uh, you check on Twitter alone, says this Tesla will be accepting you're Bitcoin so for payment, whoosh, goes mm. up. Yep. Or you say something negative, the price goes down. Mm. <laughs> but it's, a, it's an interesting game. It's like gambling. It Trading depends. is it, gambling. It is gambling. It, it's it's an aspect. It's a it's a version oh, of gambling. I feel like we've said something <laughs> triggering here. <laughs> when we said gambling, yeah. what, 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 I mean, what was that look on your face? Interesting. <laughs> so I, I mean, gambling. Uh, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Gambling is a, a zero sum game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's football. Team A is playing with team B. Mm-hmm. It's either you, if this team wins, mm. you lose your entire cash, right? If if I mean if your bet goes goes wrong, yeah. like, that's it. Yeah. On the other hand, with financial markets, if a, a, an asset could fall down by ten percent, two percent, like but you can't lose like entirely your 
and then with time that can recover mm. if you lose a game you know like your it's all gone the house wins. there's win. no yeah. second chance yeah. yeah yeah i think it's more of like any other learning curve around more of like school start as start with as minimal then as you as your knowledge improves you put more money into some of those assets you also get to learn but i think people with a gambling problem should not be in crypto <laughs> now the challenge is i think what what most people think even for people who get into crypto mm-hmm. initially mm. they think it's 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 a quick a mm. quick or a quick reach sort of scheme yeah that get you, rich quick yeah, yeah yeah but it's not the no. case actually like you have to take even for people when you look at people say who've made money from the space probably they've done a lot of other things they they actually make money much later mm. and they have lost it yeah and they've they also lost yeah 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 okay <laughs> all right so akumu mine it's over okay. to you now okay so in my case crypto investing runs in the family <laughs> mm-hmm. but only after this challenge not before <laughs> okay meaning my mom has been in the space for a little over a year or more um with a couple of friends of hers and you know from my experience um i would not want it to quote unquote run in the family that's her advice i'm not cooking it up um yeah so she has actually lost money she knows friends who've lost money so yeah she is not telling me to go in She literally told me, you know, her advice to me is like run. <laughs> run the other way. Um yeah, so or that's what she said. She said run, don't don't put your money into it or learn how to trade individually. And then buy and sell when prices shift, you know? So basic advice here is in capital letters don't trust anyone. Like you said, like there are lots of corn arches, corn websites, corn organizations all over the place. And you know my mom has told me you know she and her friends you know put in money in a website tomorrow the website has disappeared. <gasps> This is happening in Kenya and lots of people are, are, are losing a lot of money in that. Yeah. So she told me like this is a thing you do individually and that's pretty much what we did. We we got into you know a legit trading website not those ones that are you know shifty websites that tell you put this in and then we'll make you rich <laughs> come on <laughs> so the other second hand experience i have with this stuff is when my american friend now the one i told you guys who i think in 2016 we were in zanzibar and no one really cared about bitcoin at the time and i think he the year before he'd just bought you know he's an american from you know a well to do family so either way he had networks that had bought and i think there's a time i saw him you know he was just celebrating the fact i think it was that's the time where it really went up it went double digit up he made lots of money and i think he had a couple of bitcoins maybe not even a couple i think tens and thousands and, and tens and hundreds so he made lots of money from that i hope he got it out <laughs> yeah i i don't know if he's still in it but yeah those so such stories were in my head before i got in this got into this Um so fast forward to the intro call with Eric and you know keeping all the dangers in my mind <laughs> we were ready to get started. So the challenge is signing in for Binance. Yeah, that like clear you know it happened like clear. I moved to I mean by the time I was ready to I was meant to have already started, you know, buying uh, Bitcoin. I was still fighting for you know an account or to be you know verified. So I ditched Binance. And I moved to Coinbase. 
which is pretty good, by the way. It's pretty easy. And I think they just moved to Kenya last year, so lucky us. Um, so I don't know what you think about Vinus, but it's an American thing. So I was like, yes. Um, so from all my research, um, in terms of, I think I got it from, you know, I just researched the best sites. I have this, I have this, okay, I, I thought like if it's crypto, why I should go for an international company. That's why I didn't even do, um, I didn't consider this other, as such. And Coinbase is a big name. So I'd rather trust a big name. <laughs> uh, so at that time I asked for four, four extra days, you remember, because I was already late because of verification. So from then on, I geeked out on, you know, uh, crypto investments. By then uh, there was, I was, I was, Listening to crypto investment podcasts for tips. Now, I didn't feel like I could trust YouTube much <laughs> because there are too many YouTube opinion kings there. And you don't, you know, YouTube has a lot of people. You go to YouTube for opinion, not for fact. So I didn't want to go to YouTube. I decided to go to the podcast I listen to and listen to the crypto episodes because pretty much all the podcasts I listen to have one guest who's crypto. So that's what I did. And then I just used to read uh, a couple of articles here and there. So my dream was to even make uh, even a bit of money. <laughs> so from there I got, um, yeah, so I, I think I liked Coinbase because once I got, I, I, I invested with the whole 15. Yeah. Oh, you went all in. <laughs> That's what I do. I was just like, mm. I was like, why should I think about this? Let me just do Okay, it's little enough money to just let it go, you know. This is just this is this is a <laughs> this microcosm is exactly, of our financial management. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Because I, it's to clear that's a lot of money for me. I was thinking, okay, I might as well just because I didn't. I I wanted to avoid the decision making process of oh, let me do seven seven hundred. It was partly partly laziness because I was just like ah, let's just do it. And then I was already late. I was just like okay, let's just put the whole thing in. So I got um. I, I use that to get uh, Bitcoin. And then the good thing with Coinbase, you get price alerts on email and stuff. So you don't even need to look for info. It just comes on your email. Mm. And I like that. That was cool. And then it has this title that says price alert, Bitcoin is down. And then it's just like, shit. <laughs> you don't even have to open it. You just see Bitcoin is down. And I think there was, so the few days when I was now trading, there were three times when it, that email came in. Bitcoin is down minus 5.9. Bitcoin is down minus 5.16. I know. So by by the time you left, I think it wasn't that bad. It was 5.9 again and then 5.16 and then down 5.96. Yeah. So it only changed a couple of days later. We went up, I think, 9.85%. But that was days after the, the, the thing was over, you know? So... Um, yeah, by that time I, I was done with my extra four days, right? So it didn't really matter. So how much did I make from the initial investment? Uh, I think it was, it ended up going down. So it was 14.2, something like this. Yeah. And I didn't do any buying. And uh, I mean, after the initial buying, I didn't, you know, we had said like, you buy, you sell and you buy. <laughs> we were meant to do that, right? Well, not meant to. It was, it was <laughs> not an meant, option, right? But it was an option. And I was like, I was doing the, the, the basic minimum. <laughs> yeah. So I just sat there and watched my money go. <laughs> but again, I think that's linked to what we were saying earlier, that you, you want to start small. You want to learn. Yes. You do, like, it's good to get practical, but I don't think we were necessarily ready to be like, 
trading every day. Yeah. I know. Right? Like the people who we were time, buying right? from are the people who are trading every day and actually yeah. making money from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a so, volumes game, right? Yeah. So. Uh, maybe the way I tend to think of it is mm-hmm. that, I mean, the whole essence of this challenge is mm-hmm. look at it in a way, maybe a few a few years later mm-hmm. when the Yes Gas podcast has grown and you have, say, sponsors from US or whatever. Coinbase, And they want to pay you, right? <laughs> you, will, will, what will you prefer? They tell you, look, can we pay you in Bitcoin or, or should we pay you in, say, uh, fiat? So then, the, then, then the challenge that comes with fiat is that we love to provide a lot of, I mean, legal and documentation with regards to banking if it's a certain amount. Mm. And you know, Coinbase and, and Binance. Yeah, I hope you're listening. The, the, the point is, uh, I'll give you an example. A few years back, mm-hmm. I did some work for a company, mm-hmm. a crypto company. Oh, it's wow. actually one of the major crypto exchanges. Don't tell me this is a sad story again. Yeah, another sad story. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned I learned the hard way, to be honest, my journey <laughs> in crypto. So I think it was about maybe 500k Kenyan shillings. Not that much. but the That's point, a lot of money. <laughs> it, 500,000 yeah, Kenyan, Kenyan shillings. shillings. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe about $5,000, give or take 100 per dollar. Uh-uh. So they told me, uh, we need to pay you this money. However, do we pay you in... Bitcoin, mm-hmm. or we pay you in Kenya shilling. So with my sort of... Uh, you should just lie. This is a podcast. <laughs> just pretend. Yeah. Tell us, tell us. Well, imagine. Oh I said, God. I know I want to be paid in... That was in 2019, early, early Jan. Feb. It was still good then. Yes. Right? Oh Bitcoin was about 3,000, between <gasps> less than 5,000. Oh my God. And so... I said, I want to be paid in Kenya shilling. Can like, you I want, my, I want money in my bank account. <laughs> So, you wanted the the, yes. the, the 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 you wanted those notes. You wanted, you wanted something you understand. Yeah. No, the, the po- <gasps> not not really. I think to be honest, now this now it's also a question of I was running a business. I need mm. cash flow for my business. That's that's true. Yeah, you yeah. can only do that if that money you didn't need it. Exactly. Yeah. So wow. so a friend of mine whom we did with the same sort of consultancy work mm-hmm. was paid in Bitcoin. And now, and now he's in Hawaii. He sold in 2020 and the price was... Think, oh my God, that's like 10 yeah. times. Yeah, ah. nearly te- yeah, more than 10 <gasps> times. Yeah. So not that I regret, but I learned a lot around how do I... If uh, Of late, I would prefer getting paid in. In Bitcoin. Yeah. Now that you know. Yeah, now that I know. Interesting. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you know... That's from, a really interesting exercise though. You know, from the podcast I had, like the way you say, just you need to only invest money that you're willing to lose. Yeah. So that even if it makes money, ah, it's good for you. If yeah. you lose it, you're fine. Either way, winning or losing, give the kind of money that winning or losing doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, like you uh, say, diversify. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even even back to your mom's example, mm-hmm. when she was telling you, uh, yeah, run. What has happened, uh, given the kind of interest that crypto, in this market that crypto has? So most people took advantage of, to be honest, I'll give church, for example. Oh my God. I know. And basically, even across financial markets. For anyone not in Kenya, a chama is like a, a community savings group mm-hmm. or investment group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you look at even traditionally in the Kenyan financial markets or even Africa in general, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been scammed or conned trust through me, giving yeah. someone money to invest mm-hmm. on your behalf. And someone they trusted that person. Yes. That person ran away with the bitcoins. Yeah. A good example what you said. I, I read a report somewhere that in Kenya alone, mm. last last in 
between 20 between in between 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. Kenyans lost about 12 billion in crypto scams and given that we are and that the, is just the recorded one yes and given that we are in the media people. space like we write on these stories on a daily basis we see them happening so basically and guess what? those are only the stories you found there's a lot more yeah, because if you've lost a lot of money you're even afraid to tell someone yeah, yeah. you're ashamed you just die alone yeah. there's no shame look yeah. even you're admitting yourself that you you made you you learned from from yeah. mistakes yeah. but at least it wasn't your life savings a lot yeah. of people are actually being scammed at their life savings yeah. you remember the issue my mom mm-hmm. which was bitcoin yeah so this guy someone yeah. telling you look give me the money so the person collects money on bf i'll invest on it but if of course the first question you should always ask like is the person either regulated or i mean no most people don't so if and it's easier if if this commerce comes come through say an organization like church and chamas and chamas yeah you yeah. this guy gets bitcoins from 20 people this guy is rich yeah and most ch- of these people who are being scammed honestly say are like you know I'd say you know 40 and above because they're the ones who are easy to yeah. to say ah let's do this and mm. they're less likely to from what I've heard they're less likely to go and research it themselves if they're told you give me $1 I'll give you $5 back guaranteed which is never true like, yeah it's the same way you know this Nigerian scams it's older people who get scammed the mm. most yeah it's yeah so my mom has a friend even I I don't even think it, it's not even just the scammers it's just also you know wrong timing i think she put in a hundred thousand dollars it's like one hundred one thousand dollars and 100, she was like ex- yeah, yeah and she was expecting returns and that's the big problem like with bitcoin But you, you, you never, don't i mean you should be okay either way i'll lose it or i might make it but her, she was really expecting you know now it's back it's down to like five thousand shillings yeah and 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 i think what uh, there is this way these people use this they tell you look give us 100k will give you 50 like no one can guarantee, guarantee in financial markets exactly. like there's always so unless the good thing now about the, the challenge that we took mm. so as good as you get the alerts you are the bit, bitcoin today is down this price it's up this like it you can make a decision for yeah you yourself. can actually make a decision mm. for yourself and like these others so at the, at the end of the month you'll be expecting certain certain returns mm. there's actually I don't mention a nationality but a case that happened recently this year mm-hmm. of a company that came to Kenya within two months that scammed Kenyans more than 2 billion Kenyan shillings within two months easily mm-hmm. and then the the company closed down they were unreachable mm-hmm. and the guy thing Those are the ones I told you you wake up tomorrow yeah. the website is missing yeah. So we d- we don't want to scare people <laughs> off but this is why this is a learning challenge because you have to yeah. well, we advise you to learn read experience for yourself explore for yourself and do the trading for yourself yes if you're willing to take the risk this is a financial market it's it's not regulated by a central bank Um I mean the theory of it is it's it's kind of controlled because it takes an incredible amount of technological power to generate a bitcoin so that is a safeguard against there being some um kind of corruption in it right it's incorruptible yeah. crypto it is yeah. encrypted mm-hmm. um but uh, I come I realized we, we we cut off your anyway your I was experience. I was I was just finishing uh, so 
Um, am I going to do this again? Probably not. Unless I have lots of money to kind of just money I'm willing to let go of, you know. Um, and it's just it's just not about the money. It's also the anxiety. Like I, I choose not to watch the news, to watch Premier League and to watch the World Cup most of the time because of anxiety. I just don't wake up every day and wonder, oh, my God, what's going to happen? You know, that's just too much anxiety. So investing in crypto for me, I think it's too volatile of a hobby. I would only take it up with money I'm willing to lose, like small money. So maybe I'll try and see, you know, when it's up, you sell. And then, you know, you, I mean, if, if you do such things, I think it could be cool. And that's why I'm thinking it's like gambling because you're looking at your opportunity, which I, for me, that would be exciting. But still, it would be full of anxiety. So I'll stay boring with my investments <laughs> or I'll probably take up. There's a friend of, there's a friend who offered he could, you know, just... Help me put it in. I trust mm, him, I think. Be so. careful. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if he's taking away the anxiety and it's money I'm willing to lose, maybe. Maybe. But otherwise, I'll stick to boarding. So this was a hard one to put into words. Um, how do you really fully express an internal learning experience? I think we both certainly learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, but how would Eric rate us? How would you rate us in this learning experiences from what you've had and, uh, you know, the money we didn't make? <laughs> ah, yeah, so on, spill the Bitcoin. Interesting. I think first going through that experience, you, you get five out of just taking the initiative to learn. Uh, and of course, despite whatever, I, I, don't, I don't look at, I mean, the lesson in terms of what you gained uh, I look at in terms of, I mean, the price or the percentages mm -hmm. uh, or even the value that you made. I look at it in terms of you saw actually firsthand how the technology works. Mm -hmm. So I would rate you eight out of 10 because uh, this practical experience that you will take, for example, mm -hmm. at some point, if you are to build an NFT and you want to be paid in Bitcoin, it, it could be an easier way for you because mm. you can easily cash out, right? Mm. Yeah, and I definitely. think that's the most important bit of this, like getting practical and de like dealing with that sort of technology mm. firsthand, which I think is the most important. So mm -hmm. I, I would rate you probably eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the main reason maybe why I'd, I've not added the two, it's because... Uh, I mean, it's only been a few weeks, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. probably. And I think we played it safe. Yeah, you played yeah. it safe. safe. Yeah, hopefully once the price, if it goes up, probably your views might change and you might mm. even put more money. Depends. Yeah. Uh, if the price continues going down, that might even scare you. So I think it's, it's, that's why I say it's a bit long term. Yeah. Try try play around with it, see how it works, and then learn a bit of like what's the practical, like what can I do with this sort of points of this technology. Yeah, I think this this was one where even just investing one shilling, mm -hmm. you're, you're, we overcame the first major hurdle. Like we've got an account. We can do it. We yeah. know what buttons to click. We know what the process is. And to me, that massively demystified things. Yeah. Um, and I still get the price alerts and I just feel nice. I feel so important getting the price alerts about Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first level of demystification but uh eric let's demystify things a bit more um uh, in your words um you are expert you are an expert what is all the fuss about with cryptocurrency and what do you think the future holds for it interesting so 
in, ter- in terms of, uh, I, I think it's something new to be honest. So I'll, of course, with, with with a lot of these new technologies, people will tend to make a lot of mistakes. People will lose a lot of money. <laughs> Just as we've seen in the last few few weeks, others will make money. Like the billionaires who've been created out of the oh, I mean, out of this mm-hmm. industry, and the billions that have been lost. Uh, I, I read somewhere this week that uh, about a third a third of the market value of crypto has been wiped out in the last six, seven months alone. Because it's been there are companies out. that have actually collapsed. Many, like so many companies have, that have actually collapsed, yet they had raised billions and billions of dollars from VCs. Even if they have the other coins, Bitcoin can take it down like that. It's not just Bitcoin. Now the thing oh, is, all of them. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, if if it's it's more of like a contagion effect mm. whereby if the crypto market is falling bitcoin will be affected ethereum will be affected all these other coins will be affected mm. i don't think any can be independent they all affect, affect yeah. each other yeah so my view about the industry is that i think we are still learning like even across the world this mm. this new technology but there are a lot of lots of opportunities that i mean People can take advantage of, and 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 for me, they always view things is that uh, when um, when when I mean there's a crisis, that that's a good point to either build a business or uh, get an opportunity out of it. And my view about the industry is that, I th- to be honest, I'm very optimistic about the industry. Uh, not that I'm an expert, but I'm also trying to learn mm-hmm. uh, because we do work with a lot of companies in the space. Uh, at some point, given that we run a regulated sort of business, which is fun financial markets we haven't gone into crypto uh, given i mean mm-hmm. in kenya it's still it's more it's still in a gray area around this mm-hmm. uh, so at some point so my view is i'm 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 learning about the space mm-hmm. and if if i get to say uh, some opportunities in the space uh, i'll hopefully build a product so eric tell us what's next for hisa technologies that's your company and mm-hmm. maybe kenyan wall street uh, any of the products or services what 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 do we yeah, what should we look out for? Interesting. So, uh, as you mentioned, we, we began out as like a media company mm-hmm. initially. Then we ended up building a technology company. Uh, That's did, very hard. To, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's most people actually don't. People initially people thought we were just running a media company, but most of our work was actually building back office solutions for banks and brokers. Then we ended up building a fintech company. Which is which is scaling extremely fast, uh, and we are dealing with people's money. Mm. Uh, so initially, the business has been bootstrapped. We only did like our first fundraising this year. We're in the middle of like trying to close our our, our second sort of round, more of like a seed round from a bit of some international investors. Uh, but but the future is I see it in terms of. How do we scale beyond Kenya? How do we scale across Africa? Mm. How do we power banks and financial other financial service providers to be to offer? I mean, investing uh, to their clients. So mm-hmm. I think the future is very bright. I think we we barely scratched even one percent of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm learning and hopefully be able to also make build wealth. If 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 you ever build wealth, hopefully, yeah. I'll I, I hope we just play a significant role. I mean, in just helping other people to build wealth. I hope you'll be able to also create an environment where people can be paid in Bitcoin and crypto. Hopefully. That's hopefully. coming. Yeah, of, hopefully when the regulations allow, <laughs> hopefully we can do something. Like that. Okay. 
All right. So if you want to get involved in cryptocurrency, we'll share all the links to the platforms that we used and even the ones we didn't and some resources on Kenyan Wall Street and other reputable and credible sources. But please be warned, cryptocurrency is real money. Any risks you take can involve losing or gaining money. So please be aware of these risks. Okay, do not <laughs> follow our advice or do what we did and then end up losing money and come and complain to us. Okay, we, we, we don't have money to help you. <laughs> we don't recommend going in blind. And remember, trading anything that is a financial commodity is a risk. Uh, we'll also post some photos, videos, snippets of our experiences on our social media to inspire you to say yes to crypto, to try it out, or to at least find out what it's about and maybe, you know, what its value is in your currency. We d I do recommend it, though. I recommend this experience. This experience. Hi. Want to know the easiest way to be a yes boy or girl right now in just a few minutes is an easy do be learn approach. The do. Start by simply subscribing to the podcast wherever you're listening to us and uh, click subscribe or follow and you'll know when the next episode is out. And now for the B. Um, this one's easy. Be a sharer. Spread the word about anything you've had um for this episode or just pretty much about the podcast itself and don't forget to tag us at yes girls podcast so that we can share we can show you some love and uh, thank you in the best way possible you can tag each of us at akumo fiona and at half baked claire and at eric asuma eric without k and your company hisa up hisa that's h-i-s-a yes yes and check out the app and finally, for the learn, what's your biggest takeaway from this episode or the season? Don't keep it to yourself. Share it with others by leaving us a rating on Spotify or a review on the platform that you're listening to us on. It really helps get our podcast out there. That's it. A doobie learn approach you can say yes to yourself in just a couple of minutes after we're done here. And if you don't already follow us on the socials, what are you waiting for? It's at Yes Girls Podcast all together. We are waiting. Do it now. And feel free to stalk us for any behind-the-scenes footage, like we said. We'll share everything, even links on this show notes. So look at the description on this episode. And you can slide into our DMs or comment on what you like, what you want more of, what we should say yes to, or how you might want to get involved through sponsorship or collaborations. We've been so happy and honored this season to be able to collaborate with such amazing people and organizations like Eric sitting right next to me right here right now. We thank Sompisha Productions out of Snowball Studios along with Ernest Ndiyoba who produced this episode have a very high value no matter what. We would go through any sort of due diligence necessary for Sam Kagora of Eternal Concepts who did our amazing logo design. There's a lot of speculation around Ped O'Brien, who composed our theme song, <laughs> and our hearts inflate for joy, our yes kid for this episode. It was the yes kid for possibly the most difficult topic for a kid of this whole season. Yeah, this was a challenge to find. <laughs> and of course, we would cash in big time with Eric Asuma, our amazing expert for this episode, who demystified a whole new world for us, and I'm sure for you. And not forgetting you, the real... Yeah, you're the real money. Show me the money. Anyway, all of you, we love you. You're the yes girls and boys and everything in between. We thank you for listening and supporting us in whatever, whatever way feels right for you.
to thank Eric. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Well, we didn't become millionaires, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> we actually lost some money, but uh, but no, we didn't really. But we learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was losable money, according to me. Claire is doing the budget to earn that money back. <laughs> look, for, look out for the finance manage, financial management episode. Anyway, um, maybe crypto is our kryptonite. Maybe, but it was a good experience. Um, and I think this start, this was a good start for a learning experience that's possibly going to continue. Yeah, just the start. And we can now look forward to another episode of the S Girls in just two weeks, not far away, where similar to Kryptonite, we'll be talking about something green. Boogies. My innocence. <laughs> not boogies. I'll tell you what it is in two weeks. But for now, it's bye bye Bitcoin. From me, Claire. And me, Akumu. And, and together, together, we, we are, are... Yes, yes, girls. Podcast. Yes, girls. And yes, boy. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. Which one are you? Boy yes, or man? Yes, boys. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> together, we are the, the yes, yes, boys. Boy. And girls. Yes, girls yes. and boys podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah.